0: Good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. I hope um, I hope you're doing well. I just hope everything is good with you. And um, today I'm going to be talking about something that something that I've. Hmm. has become quite, how would I say, something that I, th- I have had to think about more um, often in recent times due to, you know, I, I think more about me being more aware of certain things and it's about anxiety, just being anxious about things and, you know, about how you just how How it can be something that creeps upon you, how you don't really know that you' are anxious until it is too late. You know what I'm saying? Almost too late sometimes. And um, it's 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 funny because in this life, it's almost like there's a level of anxiety that is almost seemed as normal. You know as in it's normal to be anxious about certain things it's it's in quote normal to be anxious about the future normal so you you sort of accept living in that state of constant worry about you know the future about things that have been unresolved and you you sort of think that that worry is good because it keeps you focused or concerned about that thing or engaged on that issue rather than and trying to see how you can resolve it but it's and i don't know i don't know if i'm speaking maybe this is just me maybe you know and it's so funny i'm just beginning to realize that this this is really an issue with me this is an issue with me and i guess i've somehow always known sort of because i've always been a very very cautious person in fact one of the reasons why i do not drive is because i have i I am so cautious that you know the whole driving thing it just took too much I was always just too anxious you know about not doing something wrong or you know I just never ever felt comfortable enough I I, I you know I started and this was like years ago um, I started learning how to drive you know and I and I caught on pretty fast and all that but I never did get to that point of comfort although I think there was a window I missed when I you know when I was much younger was when I would have just scaled to. but as I grew older I became even more cautious, more risk averse and you know what? I could afford to pay someone to drive me, so I could afford not to drive. Let me put it that way. So I I I did I, I didn't drive. But I've always I've always been very, very cautious. I guess I was raised in a bit of in a very by, I was raised by a parent who was naturally quite fearful um you know traumatized by the death of her husband my father so very cautious about preserving the the ones who you know were left behind you know and so that was there for all of us and um i i think for me yeah it 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 manifested in all of us in different ways and for me now, I think I seem to be more aware of it now. So, you know, it's, it's so I would put it in two different ways. There's the general sort of like fearful. There's the fearfulness, you know, there's the cautious, over cautious, And then there's this new thing which I'll put more around anxiety, which has even in some cases started becoming... You know, you know, by the time you start getting worried about something, you realize that, no, this is this is a problem. This is an issue. So anyways, I'm just going to read a scripture talking about this um, and how God is helping me walk through and navigate those, this path. And, and I think God draws my attention. or The Holy Spirit shines light on these situations in my life for me to know things that I need to pay attention to. Because if he didn't make me aware of this, I would probably go on through my life just thinking, you know, focusing on other things and then at the worst of times I will get held back. And how I know so typically how this thing shows up is when I find myself I have to do something new or a new something new comes up into my schedule or my or something I need to do. I just get overly anxious over it. In fact, sometimes I notice that like particularly when I need to travel, I then start having You know, running stomach, but that one had been going on for years, and I always thought it was something I ate. I didn't realize that it was always triggered by anxiety around the process of traveling. So I would just, you know, I would just, you know, and this I'd run my tummy, you know, not severely, but just enough, and it, and then I used to fly a lot. So you know, so there was all of these things going on underneath, and I didn't know because I would, I would still go ahead and fly, I'll travel, I'll do my thing and come back, and I would be fine where I went. But anxiety was built creeping upon me on things, and I think over the two years of the pandemic, it became, it has become worse because then I have now with you know I withdrew from a whole lot of things I was doing and got used to a very restricted form of life so anytime anything comes up that seems to be different from that I find out that there's quite a bit of anxiety about it and it is not in all things you know, if I'm meeting up with people that I like it's not like that, but for some things and in some areas so anyways, and um, like I said it's uh, it, 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 it has gotten to the point that I realised that yeah, I just need to pay some attention to this and, um, in a couple of three or four musings episodes ago, I talked about some experiences that I had um an experience that I had uh, when I made a trip um a week ago. So I think that that was also another um in fact, when I look at it, I've had quite a, a, a couple of episodes where you know, just like really freaking out, just freaking out in a situation with you know real like classic freaking out and it was so strange you know it was just so strange even to the people who were around you know yeah so yeah you just realize that there's just a lot going on and i think the pressure of the past two years and the stuff i was dealing with at home has probably um you know um, i mean when i mean, at home, I mean family um, you know family wise loved ones things like that challenges and things that were just going on in my personal space with you know and things that people that i i really love and i'm connected to that they were going through that was having a severe impact on me as well and we're all working together trying to navigate that very very challenging path and god has helped us through that but but god also knows that there are things i need to deal with and this whole thing of anxiety is there and for me i find it very shameful that i just feel you know I, i feel like i'm letting god down the fact that this is an issue for me because i mean anxiety is the opposite of faith you can't be somebody who's walking with god and walking in love and you are still anxious because anxiety means you're fearful it means you're you you know you're thinking of things that are not that are contrary to god and what god's plan and purpose is for you so for me i feel i feel bad that how come you know i spend all this time with with the word of god and this is still an issue but i realize that what needs to change is i need to start applying the word of god that is relevant to this kind of condition i need to spend more time meditating speaking it out, out aloud and that's essentially what i'm doing on this music today because i've also found out that anything that i talk about on these musings somehow god uses that process to change that situation somehow i've, I've, I've noticed that it, it may not be overnight in fact it hardly ever really is but he uses it either he uses it to change something and i really need this to be changed i actually need it to change because it's really getting to that point where i just have some episodes of things that i'm like where, where did this come from you know and it, it's just you know and yeah, yeah this cannot be the life that i i, I mean no it's, it's it just can't work and i think my motivation in all of this is that my life is supposed to be an example of the word of god and the power of god and i can't be talking about jesus faith life and love in the context of the word of god if i can't practice that faith if i can't do that faith and i can't apply that faith and make it work for me as i have as god has helped me to make it do in other spaces of my life and to be honest i would like to see what my life on earth would be without fear because i think fear has been a great part of my life I have lived and walked in fear, fear of doing the wrong thing, fear of saying the wrong thing fear of getting, being in dangerous situations, fear of taking risks you know, I'm the kind of person that I would love to get on a plane and travel around the world, what is holding me back I mean, yeah, there's so many things I would have loved to do so many things that I would love to do but just the courage to get myself to do those things, you know even when I know that there are things that God will be happy for me to do. It's just really difficult. He has to really, really... Most of the things that I've done in my life, it's been God pulling me up. And holding me and telling me, you can't do this, you know. And on the outside, people see this very confident person who just does everything. They don't realize that he's the wind beneath my sails. He's the one... He's literally like, you know those plants that... You know for some reason they're unable to get off the ground and then you then have to sort of like wind them around a, a, a pole or a, a, a stick of wood just so that they can stand upright that that's exactly god that's exactly how i am i'm that plant that left to its own devices i would just be on the ground you know just crawling within the spaces not living far from my roots but god is the one that then you know stands, roots himself close to me as a very strong pillar and, and, and a pole, and then enables me to rise higher than I would ever have been, you know, not even fearful about my roots and how, where I'm going or where this journey is taking me because I can see him, I have him to hold on to, and he's guiding my path, and, you know, I, I, I then move in the direction that his, you know, the, the his pillar of support drives me into, you know, and, and, you what it means is that if for any reason, I somebody takes away that pole or that stick or that pillar, I will fall to the ground. You know, th- th- that's it. Perfect. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving that analogy, just bringing that image into my mind for me to begin to speak it because honestly, that is how it is for me. And, um, you know, so he's, he's the one that has helped me. And that's why when you look at my life, I haven't been limited by the fear, even though though I know it has been a strong part of my life. So I think God is bringing me to become aware of this now because he wants us to deal with it in this, my second phase of life, which I think is where I'm at right now. This um, phase of my life that began two years ago, in which God has now, you know, me and him were consecrating a, a lifetime of service now, you know, to his purpose. And, you know, he sorted out a lot of the things that i would normally be worried about and it's just we're just in a different phase of life now and i think he wants me to enjoy and enjoy freedom and his experience his deliverance from the things that have held me back and that he's had to sort of like hold me up against um for a greater part of my life so i will read philippians the book of philippians is in the new testament chapter 4 starting from verse 6 to 8 um the New King James version of the Bible, and I'm reading from um, the BibleGateway.com version <laughs> online. And um, so, reading from verse 6, it says, Be anxious for nothing. And by the way, this is the epistle of Paul to the church in Philippi, and he was generally just giving them counsel about things and about life. He wrote a lot of good things about the, um, the church at Philippi, so generally, we get the sense that these were really committed believers who really. You know thought very highly of of the faith of the gospel and they wanted to live a christ-centered life so paul was just sort of like edifying and exhorting them you know encouraging them to continue in the journey that they started with so verse 6 says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto god and the peace of god which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through christ jesus and then verse 8 finally brethren Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good reports, if there is any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And I like this version because I think on the in the King James version, the old version, it says think on these things. And when you say think on these things, it doesn't quite give you that, you know, what is required. In fact, I'm just realizing this now that this word should you know this translation actually says meditate on these things and now i know why god led me to this because honestly i have found out in fact in the one couple of episodes that i've had when i just had like straight out of the blue straight out panic attacks what god used to bring me back was meditation on Scripture. Specifically the scripture that where he says God has not given me the spirit of fear but of power of love and of salvation. As in I literally close my eyes. Start speaking those scriptures to myself. And what he described in verse 7 of this chapter. Philippians 4. Begins to happen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. In other words I myself cannot explain why I am suddenly calm in a situation that I was completely freaked out before for no reason then he says that peace of god guards my heart and my mind through christ jesus now when i read and again you know the bible is ancient text written thousands of years ago when i read what paul is describing here in verse 6 and verse 7 even in verse 8 i realize that this is somebody that really understands what anxiety is because what he's, he's, he, he, what he's describing here, because honestly, my, my prayer, my heart's prayer, based on what I have been experiencing and the way it makes me feel and what I would want God to do, is exactly what is described in verse seven. This scripture speaks is speaking to one of one of the significant personal challenges that I have at the moment, you know, and that is that I need the peace of God. That surpasses all understanding to guide my heart and my mind through Christ Jesus, and that God gets me to a state that the Holy Spirit helps me to get to a state where I I I I I do not I I eliminate this lifestyle of anxiety, and that I learn how to in everything. So the things that are I need to pray about, God leads me to pray about it. The things that I need to petition Him about, I petition Him for it. The things I need to thank Him for, I thank Him and then make my request known to him in that whole prayer supplication, and thanksgiving context and then i begin to imbibe a lifestyle whereby i then do what verse 8 says and i think what i'm getting from this as i'm reading and reflecting on this is that there's a role for me as well i can't just continue to pray and say oh god take this thing away from me take this thing away from me god will help me you know as i've seen him do for things that he knows i cannot really or I may not be able to really help or control. But in the midst of that, there's something I also need to do myself and that's taking my daily medication of the word of God in this area. And, you know, he says whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, so just, pure, lovely. So perhaps I really need to take more care about the things that I meditate on. So I think many times when I read this thing, we think about oh, avoiding, and I think that's the way I've interpreted this, verse before now i think more about okay so i shouldn't feed my mind on things that do not you know are not of good report and all of that so that's one thing but i think what this verse is saying more is consciously seeking out those things that are virtuous and they're lovely and there's only one place where you can get all of that and that's in the bible so consciously seeking out those kind of how would i say confidence building scripture verses and then meditating on it meditating in other words speaking aloud praying aloud declaring aloud confessing aloud thanksgiving thanking god aloud and i have to make that a part of my daily routine just like josh joshua 1 eight says just like psalm 1 verse 1 also says meditate i think also verse 6 so yeah and that that's the only way that I can then be that kind of person that Paul is describing in verse 6, who is not anxious about anything, you know, and, um, yeah. And when you know, when you when you begin to be anxious over the normal, you know, in quotes, things that have to do with our daily life in terms of scheduling, in terms of travel, in terms of, you know, and it's not like, you know, it's, it's not like you have this, you know, life threatening thing going on in your life, you know, then you know that there's an issue. You know, if it's anxiety about a life threatening situation, then you know that's in quote normal. But when it's anxiety about things that really are not necessarily, they're in fact, quite far removed from life threatening, but for some reason in your mind, they are really daunting for you, they, you know, and, and it begins to trigger off all of these negative physical emotional reactions. Mental reactions as well, you know. Then that that's really something. So I'm for now. I'm using that scripture that says um, God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. I think I'm going to add this one as well to my meditate meditation, um, my meditation schedule, and I probably am going to go and dig out some more scriptures um, speaking specifically to this because I think this is I, I I think I need a spiritual a medical a spirit-inspired intervention I don't want to say spiritual intervention because when you say that people think something different but I'm, I'm I'm, sensing now that this is something I need to address too and you know I was reading about by the way I, I'm going to probably go back to school very soon that they studied psychology which is really really good because I think I've said it on this episode before that I think I, w- I would like to know a little bit more about psychology because I think that you know there is scope to apply the faith and the things that we know through the Bible into the science of how the brain and the mind works and that I think that those of us in faith communities haven't understood well enough or we haven't applied some of that knowledge well enough in such a way to help people who are struggling with mental health issues and things that are sort of like this kind of thing I'm talking about right now. So the Bible does, you know, I would be looking for points of intersection where I can find commonality between what the Bible teaches and how the Bible teaches us about how the mind works. And, you know, how science also describes some of the conditions that they see and things happening with people. But anyway, still a long way going there. But um, I am just going to, on my own, I'll use myself as a test case and I'm going to see how using the word of God, you know, to, to sort of like and applying it in a clinical intervention way, in a therapeutic way, will help me manage and eliminate and destroy um, uh, uh, and, and, and you know deal with the anxiety and get it away and um, and and you know for me when people talk about um, contradiction between science and faith i don't really see it so much I, I i rather i see science many times trying to mimic the things that god has already prescribed for instance when i see in psychology they have what they call cognitive behavioral therapy where you use words and thoughts and things to change a mindset. That's exactly what the Bible describes when it tells us to meditate on things like this. You know, it's just that it doesn't have you know, it, it describes it in the best way that it can, you know, using the language from ancient biblical writers. But, you know, if you're going to interpret it in scientific language, it's exactly it's going to come back to this. It's the same thing. You get a construct of words you know and and then you begin to think and feed your mind on it and you know you recognize the triggers when it comes like I have been doing and then you apply it but the difference between I think science and scripture is that science would only be able to do that and it would be successful if what is going on in your life or in my life is purely environmental or emotional if there is a spiritual presence that is also perpetuating that condition through physical circumstances then that's when the therapy the CBT, or whatever may not work completely but and that's where the word of god because the word of god is alive and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two edges so to pierce into dividing asunder of the soul and spirit in other words it goes to the source of whatever it is that is causing that anxiety or causing the, that fear or those panic attacks or whatever they so anyways this is just my own personal experience and my life and i will keep you posted as i begin to do so um i'm really i feel really good that i've been able to do this musing today and talk about this and i pray that god will send this um episode in particular to hearts and lives who are struggling with this um as well and that through these words god will show them a way out of how to not just manage the anxiety but to deal with it and to you know chase it away and you know confine it to the dustbin of history in their lives um as he's helping me to do mine and and like i said i'll keep you posted on this and what i learn uh, as i go as i go along i realize that i need to be more diligent and be more proactive because typically what i've been doing now is i wait for the issues to come up and then i then react but now that i realize that okay this is a pattern and a trend now i have to be more proactive and just begin to take my scriptural medication before you know, not you know just ahead of time and making it less conducive for anxiety to take hold and to have its you know a, a free sway over my life so thank you very much for listening and um, god bless you stay it and have a wonderful day um, i pray that the lord um, and will reveal himself to all of us and that he will give us the peace that we so desire as we seek him and ask for his grace and mercy over our lives for all that concerns us, our nations, our communities, and all that we care about. Also his praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.